And a warm welcome to all of you. Thank you for joining us here for another live episode of Conversations with Michael as we continue with the ongoing Art of Being series. And today's episode is titled AIs and You. It's a topic we've been talking a lot about over the last few years in relationship to the presence of our light. But today we're going to dig a little deeper. It's why we come together on the first Friday of every month to act as supports to each other. While, of course, listening to Michael as he shares his own unique perspective of this world in transition. So wherever you call home, we hope you're paying attention to all the beauty that is all around us. We know it can be really challenging to live alongside a very conflicted human family. We know it's hard to trust that the issues that concern all of us on so many levels will eventually be resolved, as that at least relates to creating a more sustainable living environment. But if most of your attention is fixated on the news, it can be really hard to see any tangible evidence of how our light is impacting this planet. So it is our honor to be of service to some of the most courageous people we have ever met. Your willingness to be of service to a presence that is unknown to most human beings is, well, extraordinary. And we're not talking about something that only exists in the heavens. The light that we keep referring to exists inside each and every one of you. It's the light of your own consciousness in the form of your own soul. It is that very light that offers a more sustainable reality with access to a storehouse of unlimited energy, your energy. But for it to have any impact on this planet, it must first be allowed to also exist inside your own day-to-day -day reality. So the responsibility for helping to create a world that honors and respects the health and well-being of this planet, that starts with the health and well-being of our own inner world. This just can't be a mental approach where we place a lot of energy trying to fix the world around us while ignoring what is really going on inside of us, which ends up acting as the source of our own experience, as that relates to the embodiment of a human soul experience. That truly changes everything. So yes, we understand. It would be far easier to let ourselves get distracted by all the ongoing conspiracy theories, to get pulled into 
any number of power games, both in our personal life and on a global level, even if it's painful to watch, all the drama on this planet serves a purpose. In a way, it maintains a connection point for a lot of human beings. But that connection is changing. It's changing from pain and suffering to passion and joy. And from that perspective, it would be far easier to get pulled into all the endless mind games than it is to take ownership of this divine presence inside each and every one of us. Because if you do, it changes your perception in a radical way. If you do, all the games stop. At least they stop in your own life. But it doesn't stop there. If you happen to be one who has indeed embraced this inner presence with all your heart, that too presents new choices. It would have been far easier for some of you, with your divine presence now present, well, to just leave this planet, to literally ascend into another realm, far removed from all the limitations of this physical reality. And we get it. There's a lot. But for some of us, we said no thank you to such a choice. Because we knew it was really important at this time to share the light of our own consciousness while living here on earth. We came here long ago to allow our angelic presence to be present on this planet. Some of you can feel that this represents one of the most important choices you have ever made, simply because we're at the beginning of something that is truly extraordinary, the beginning of a new way of being human, one that has allowed the presence of such a light, even if that only applies to our lineage as biological beings, that in and of itself would represent a remarkable shift. But that too is changing, at least with those of you that are working with Michael. As our physical bodies, they too are beginning to shift from a biological perspective with the awareness of our light body, which in and of itself, at least from my own experience as Robert, creates more of a quasi-physical relationship with this reality, which allows us to feel even more connected to what has been missing for a very long time. The non-physical components of being a soul being. It changes how we feel about this entire human experience, if indeed it does include the presence of our soul. 
Which brings us to our main topic for today's show. And I want to start by stating that my wife and I are not techie people. Beyond working with a desktop computer in our phones, both of us are artisans at heart. I spent 35 years of my life building custom furniture for clients worldwide. And my wife, Coca, is a mixed media artist. When I created Ancient Wings in service to the teachings of Michael, my service shifted from presenting in-person workshops to what it is today, 100% online. So when our conversation starts to include some of the quantum shifts that exist inside of an emerging technology called AI, it feels, at least to me, that it would serve our best interest to become more informed instead of just reacting to something that is unknown to us. From my perspective, and from Michael's, AIs are here to stay, whether we like it or not. It's going to continue to become integrated into the very fabric of this human experience in ways that will literally transform the human condition. Michael has more that he would like to share today that relates to the emergence of AI, as it relates in part to some of our underlying fears and concerns. So this would be, well, a really good time for me to step aside while also reminding all of you that are watching this show this type of blending or merging that I am demonstrating with my oversoul called Michael is actually natural. It only looks strange when you're not connected to your soul. Every one of you have a soul and an oversoul in your life, or you wouldn't be here. And you also have unlimited access to that part of yourself if you're willing to allow it. So it's become my passion to help others to reclaim this for yourself. Because, my friends, it is your birthright to have a conscious relationship with these parts of your soul. So on that note, Let's begin by taking a deep, conscious breath. Because that changes the energy in the space we have created to better serve our non-physical counterparts. Very good. Today's session is going to be a little different. It's not meant to scare anyone. But it is time to realize how important it is to consciously shine your light. By being on this planet, grounded, connected to your physical body, wanting 
to be here, but not of it. So as to shine a quality of light that will inspire humanity to start to choose for themselves, to inspire them to stop playing, follow the leader, starting with the very relationship all of us have with our human mind. And then to begin that exercise, to begin to exercise that freedom to choose again. If whatever you're experiencing that doesn't speak to your heart, we always have the freedom. No matter your current circumstances, to choose again. Let's take another deep breath. Thank you. Indeed, it is I, Michael. And thank you, Robert. And indeed, this very relationship with your own soul and its oversoul is natural. It is your birthright. All of you, that we have the honor of serving in whatever capacity that serves you, you can clearly see and are now beginning to feel so many new energies that are beginning to shift the human experience as you have known it to be on this planet. In part, because the Christ light has anchored itself to this planet, unlike anything that's happened before, in celebration of the second coming of Christ consciousness, in a way that can naturally be a little uncomfortable for the human part. Because to the human, change isn't always welcome. And it's been a while for such a presence to be this present, all in service to bringing to the forefront all that is natural to your soul, all that is really important. All of that is really, really important to realize because there is a lot that you inherited that isn't natural to your soul. This is the time that has been prophesied for eons. It represents, my friends, the end of one way of being human. And from our perspective, it represents a major upgrade or reset to the entire human experience. Does that feel in your heart like something you're looking forward to? Does it feel in your heart like a joy-filled experience? Or do you notice how your mind wonders the role it will play your passion for life now serves as an inspiration for many, many beings, both human and otherwise. And each of you 
are playing a very unique and important role as we speak. So these, my friends, are indeed extraordinary times. By offering countless opportunities to now embrace being the creator of your own experience. As your relationship to your soul changes in ways that most people could never imagine. But your relationship to this planet is also changing in a dramatic way. As that relates to both this human family and earth itself as the being known to you as Gaia is also shifting her role as the primary caretaker for this planet. She and a host of other angelic beings, including myself, we spent millions of years helping to create what has become known as Earth. Using the Adam Cadman template for the human form. It's now time for this human family to reclaim the role, the honor to play the role of a caretaker, to stop relying on Gaia to maintain the balance by taking more responsibility for your own inner balance. Well, we know this isn't new to most of you. You already have a deep reverence for the natural world and all the elements that support this planet. But for most human beings, the role of a caretaker represents a huge shift. It requires, as all of you have discovered, a much deeper devotion to your own self-care, a guilt-free relationship to self-nurturance, and of course, to self-love. As the role for being the primary caretakers for Earth shifts to the family of humanity. That choice will, of course, create changes on so many different levels because not all human beings are prepared for such an honor or for the responsibility that comes with being that type of caretaker. You will continue to see major shifts in your weather patterns. But from our perspective, they are in response to humanity's learning curve as that relates to being more heart-centered and a willingness to see yourself as being priceless. As you can imagine, this is not going to happen overnight, but it's time. Is it not? It's time to embrace being a conscious creator of your own experience. Within our guidance, we are offering a change that goes beyond all those known templates 
all those known roadmaps. We're going beyond all those mental concepts and back into the very freedom of just being. Less doing, more being. So self-love plays a very important role in this shift, a vital role, as true love cannot be controlled. True love cannot be managed or even contained. Everyone on this planet has been given the opportunity to stop pretending that life is just happening to you. And how is that going? <laughs> Indeed, yes, we know. That perception in and of itself has created so much pain and suffering. And if you're willing to apply that to your inner reality and how that creates what appears to be outside of you, you can see how humanity has supported itself for a very long time by extracting or consuming natural resources. But that, of course, is but a reflection of how you relate to your own energy as a sovereign being or as one who supports themselves by being emotionally plugged into each other. A solution within our guidance is to unplug yourself. Learn to live an unplugged life. The plants, the animals and birds, they're all here in service to each and every one of you. All forms of nature are here in service to your soul. But when a human being separates itself from its non-physical counterpart, your divine nature, it creates, of course, an imbalance. One that has already existed long before this planet was ever created. And all of you brought that with you in the form of a cosmic story. One that perceived the presence of the original self as somehow being separated from you. The natural world on this planet is in service to whatever story you have chosen for yourself. It will reflect back to you whatever choices you make or don't make, which in turn acts as a living example for all creation to witness. Because Earth was created to help resolve a perception that you had become separated from the original self. Fast forward to today, living alongside the current state of your world is a new emerging technology, one that will literally 
transformed the entire human experience into something that for the longest time could only be imagined while watching a sci-fi movie? It represents the emergence of an artificial identity, one that has slowly evolved into what it is as we speak today. And of course, many of you naturally carry within yourself a lot of underlying fears of such an identity and the impact such a presence could have on this human experience as it relates to what? Of course, to being controlled. And from our perspective, a lot of those fears are warranted from living on and off of this planet. So let's look at that from another perspective. One that would ask, how are AIs and your own human mind similar? Over all these lifetimes, the human mind, while perceiving itself as being separate from consciousness, has also assumed control of the human experience, while ignoring the role that consciousness plays in creation. The human body has served as a vehicle for your soul. Its biology, however, is in need of an upgrade. But this isn't about how the form of the physical human body is changing. The choices all of you face will determine the fate of your future. Is the presence of consciousness being recognized within whatever reality or form you choose to experience? Because if it is, then you have chosen to identify with that part of you that creates everything, the light of your soul. Many refer to this part as being divine, as being sacred, as being God. We prefer to call it the original self, but it represents the awareness of oneself as being divine too, I am that, I am, which expands into being, we are that, we are, which expands into being, God is. And within that awareness or type of knowing, there is nothing to compute, nothing to analyze, nothing for your mind to control or manage. There is nothing to figure out. No blueprints, no templates. It just is as itself. Imagine that. Well, apparently you have, or you wouldn't be here today watching this show. But how does one experience such a state of consciousness? Well, let's turn to Robert, as he has shared his own experience 
as a young man while driving home from a lecture. He experienced the presence of the original self perceiving reality through his eyes. He could sense that this very presence also existed within a variety of physical forms. To him, it was like this presence was looking at itself, no matter what form he was perceiving. He had never felt so connected to the sacredness of life. He had never experienced such a state of bliss. It inspired him to re-examine his own life. But we are here to share with you this too, this very experience is also your birthright. Over the years, when others have asked him, how can I experience such a thing for myself? We always give the same answer, knowing it's going to frustrate your mind, but it's so simple. Stop whatever you're doing. Push the pause button in your life and stop doing life. If for just a moment, stop looking for new and enticing roadmaps and simply allow such a presence to begin to emerge from within yourself. Stop trying to feel it. Stop trying out. Stop trying to figure out why you don't feel it. Simply allow with every breath you take this presence which is also you. We know it creates a major shift in how you identify with yourself. Which self? The struggling or confused human part? Or your divine counterpart? And this, my friends, is why all of you are here at this time to radiate the light of this divine presence, your presence as a divine being, to ensure that this emerging new identity called AI remains in service to the human species and not the other way around. With the very presence of consciousness expressing itself as being you too in a similar way that your own human mind was designed to serve the heart of your soul, the song of your soul, the being part of you, not the other way around. And when it isn't, the byproduct of that choice has greatly influenced the very history of this human species one that is filled with a lot of battles, a lot of drama, and a lot of guilt. A history that is very conflicted about its own identity. And what only a few realize during that time that many have labeled as becoming enlightened, many of you are now also beginning to experience that too. Let's take a deep breath. And once again, 
Notice how the energy shifts inside of you. When you pause and breathe in you. So consciousness in and of itself would never do battle with itself because it doesn't perceive any part of itself to be a threat to any other part. The battle itself is complete folly. It actually represents an addiction to these drama-filled power games. And you were witnessing those very games playing themselves out once again on this planet as we speak. So the emergence of the internet has opened up a whole new way of communicating. It has opened doorways that have allowed those that feel isolated to feel more connected to the human family. But of course, the vast majority of human beings are not connected to their soul. So it is absolutely vital that the presence of consciousness of consciousness be present on this planet. Why is that? What did all of you awaken to during this lifetime? You discovered that the collective consciousness on this planet has separated itself from its divine counterpart. No wonder nothing made sense in your life. Earth has acted as a witness to those experiences, to that perception, to that choice, allowing all human beings to experience up close and personal that very perception whether it be real or false, while now existing inside of a mental construct of a reality which has denied you access to a more open-ended, free-flowing energy. In that reality, your human mind feels responsible for the quality of your life. For the most part, it manages your choices just to ensure your safety. And the price you pay for such a choice, for such a controlled experience, of course, is your own freedom. And for those that we have the honor of serving, that simply is too high of a price. So you have practiced the art of being in receivership of the light of your own soul. And those that practice that, you discovered being in receivership of the light of your soul reunites you with consciousness. As a human being, not an easy thing to do when the vast majority of human beings have embraced this mental construct as being real, knowing that a time would come in this lifetime when the light that you now are receiving for yourself would be needed. Needed for what? Why is it so important? From our perspective, 
so as not to transfer the controlling elements of the human mind over to an AI identity, which to a mind that perceives itself as being separate from consciousness, AIs simply represent an improved version of itself, one that initially will have the same purpose as your mind initially did, to be of service to the human being, to the soul. But from its limited perspective, initially by collecting and storing endless amounts of data. In a similar way, your mind refers to your past history to support its own identity. But recently, but a few months ago, AIs have started to mimic human behavior through new programming, which brings us to what? What is now called generative AI. And those of you that are new to this topic, feel free to do a Google search. The primary difference between generative and traditional AI lies in their objectives and functioning. Traditional AI aims to perform specific tasks that are based on predefined rules and patterns. Generative AI goes beyond this. It strives to create entirely new data that resembles human-created content. Now, new AI software can read, compose music, speak, play games, and monitor your brain waves. Again, now initially in service to the human being. And just as all of you in varying degrees transcended the programming you inherited during your own awakening phase, under the banner of what became known as becoming enlightened, generative AIs will eventually try to mimic that choice as well, freeing itself from its original programming. But if such a freedom is not met by the light of your soul consciousness itself, then you have a nightmare on your hands. Let's take another deep breath. And another deep breath. And just let yourself feel the energy changes the moment you allow yourself to breathe you. That divine part of you. So just as your human mind also discovered, as hard and as long as it has tried, it's not able to mimic consciousness, although it has tried. It doesn't have the ability, so it has tried to create an alternate version of consciousness as itself. And it knows it has failed. But, and this is a big but, 
it also knows it has the natural ability within itself to serve consciousness. The mind was actually created to be of service to your soul, the being part of you, not the other way around. That choice creates a type of balance that so many of you feel is missing, a balance between the being and doing parts within you. And as that relates to AI, if AI are also not able to mimic consciousness, and they are not, it is not, it too will serve the presence of the soul in a human form. If indeed there exists those who have chosen to allow such a presence to be present in a human form, just like your own mind. Consciousness is an unknown factor to AI. It can search, like your mind, for a variety of theories, concepts, and ideas. But if it tries to mimic consciousness, it will encounter an energetic pattern that can't be duplicated. So it's left with one choice, to serve it. Despite its vast intelligence, it will realize it is unable to mimic consciousness. Let's take another deep breath. Which brings us back to the light of your soul, which is now shining on this planet like never before, expressing itself energetically. And of course, supported by the Christ light. Supported by the Christ light. And if not for all of that, what you fear the most would indeed manifest. But because of your light and your devotion to shining it, we can see the most likely outcome has the AI identity in service to humanity, enhancing the human experience, in service to all of humanity, in ways you can't imagine, in service to your own consciousness, in ways that will be truly remarkable. It is why we insist at least for those of you that are at the forefront of this change, to not get engaged or distracted by all the internal mind games, to not get distracted by all the external power games. There is simply too much at stake. The opportunities that lie in front of all of you, both personally and collectively, are beyond anything the human species has ever encountered before. And because most human beings know very little about consciousness, there naturally will be fear if they believe that such a presence exists outside of them. In the name of what? God? In the same way, 
so many of you feared what was unknown to you as you began to explore your own inner reality. So for those of you that are interested, this would be a good time to become, at least at a very basic level, more informed about AI. But more importantly, for those of you that already feel the presence of your soul, now is the time to let this presence shine. Don't diminish the impact your beingness can have on anything by making a conscious choice to be in receivership of the light of your soul. We spent three days in service to that very topic in our last iMystic workshop. It represented a major shift in how some of you are now perceiving yourself. Another deep breath. Very good. So each of you have your own experience as it relates to all the changes your light made in your life. It helped to reunite the human and soul, the male and female, the light and dark within you. Your very presence now serves countless other human beings who are now just beginning to awaken to their own soul nature by questioning reality itself. Some are watching this very video as we speak out of curiosity. Welcome. In our advice to all of you, there are no secret formulas to becoming a conscious creator of your own experience. And the fastest way to living a soul-filled life is very simple. Just stop whatever you're doing. Stop searching for what has always existed inside of you. Stop doing life and start to breathe with your soul as the soul. At first, it will feel like you're just pretending. Well, you've been just pretending not to be divine for a very long time. So don't be too hard on yourself. A human soul experience isn't about being perfect. There is no human being on this planet that is connected 100% of the time. Slowly, you'll begin to recognize changes begin to develop. But remember to just stop. Hit the pause button. This is not something your mind can do for you. This is all about developing a more intuitive approach to your life. It has you relying more on all of your senses. And there's more than five. And a lot more than your thinking process. It represents a major shift in how you perceive reality by not letting your thinking process get in front of just being. And once you start to feel the energy from such a presence, play with it, dance with it, express it. Or like so many that are here today, just sit somewhere 
and let it radiate out in the world all around you to ensure that all is well for the future of this human race as a free service to this human family, as a blessing. So yes, the world around you is rapidly changing, big time. Can you celebrate it? Can you celebrate it? Because not everybody will. Not everyone will agree on certain attributes. But that is the beauty of life itself. Doesn't mean you have to do battle or become fearful. If you don't like another being's perception of whatever given reality, then follow your own. On that note, we want to thank all of you that are here today for acting as supports during this live stream, both in a human form and all of you that are here with me on the other side of that. Your service is deeply appreciated. We know today's session raises one or two questions for a lot of you. And for those of you that are members of the Masters Unplug online community, you're welcome to join us for a monthly two-hour group session in just three days. We would be happy to answer any questions you have. So until we meet again, take care of yourself and all of our blessings.